Welcome to Happily Ever After is just the beginning. Keeping your relationship not just together, but happy, and we mean truly happy, is part art and part science. You've come to the right place. Here's your host, Leslie Dorries. I've long said that the biggest challenge to a successful marriage or relationship is that you are now, always have been, and always will be two different people. And navigating those differences is the key. And one of the primary ways that you and your partner differ is in how you communicate. Communication is a lot more than just opening your mouth and talking. Though, quite frankly, that's what most people do. And without effective communication, those differences between the two of you will be impossible to address in a healthy way. So to delve once again into this critical topic of communication, I am joined by writer, thinker, and interdependent searcher. I love that (laughs) term, and I'm going to have to ask her what it means, (laughs) Julia Vinsa. So Julia, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about, I mean, I know my listeners go communication again, but (laughs) I don't think, I mean, and part of the reason why I keep having people come on and talk about it is because I keep hoping that something that one of my guests says will like set off that light bulb for people. It's like, (laughs) oh my gosh, we have to do this. She makes so much sense. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. So you wrote an article for the Good Men Project titled How to Communicate Better in a Non-Fairy Tale Sort of Relationship. (laughs) So first off, I love the non-fairy tale because that's great. Yeah. And, you know, in it, you mentioned three common ways a person communicates their needs in a relationship. So could you, like, give a brief overview of each one mm-hmm. of those ways? Yes. OK. Very briefly, like one way is being calm, being um, caring, finding in your heart that you care about this other person, which is your partner, life partner, mm-hmm. uh, being vulnerable and being frank, uh, and showing that this is about your feelings. And this is not uh, about putting blame or uh, guilt on mm-hmm. the other person. It's just exposing you for who you are. Uh, that's one way. Uh, mm-hmm. A second way, uh, and that's usually, like, usually, usually that's received pretty well. Like, believe it or not, but usually, yes, if you're not yes. in a, yeah, <laughs> like if you're not in a super toxic relationship with someone who has a narcissistic personality disorder or something mm-hmm. like that, it's it's going to be received, like, well, especially if you're calm. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, for, for my own part, like I can be, I'm very sensitive and like I easily get hyper emotional and mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Like, but if you calm down and you, you find that, yeah, it's usually received well. Okay. Uh, another way, yeah, uh, another way of communicating is be, being like, Uh, It can be that kind of desperate, hysterical state, or it can be very demanding and controlling and and just putting all the pressure and blame and culpability on the other person. Mm -hmm. And uh, it creates a lot of tension. I've done it a lot of times. I'm not perfect. Yeah, I'm not perfect. I'm I'm trying to learn from it all. Uh, But 
it, it kind of puts the other person on defense mode. So mm-hmm. you kind of get this attack and defense and uh, you're kind of in your own ego and just thinking of your own needs. But uh, yeah, it's, it's demanding in just one word. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, a third way of communicating is by just not communicating is just <laughs> omitting communication. Yeah, it's just being silent. So uh, your partner has done something big or small, just coming home late without saying or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you feel hurt, you feel maybe rejected or uh, ignored or something like that. And uh, you don't tell him or her. So uh instead you kind of shut down you maybe become a little bit uh, cold you're mm-hmm. not showing your caring feelings uh yeah uh, or you become passive aggressive mm. yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> and it's and 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 this 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 way uh you become resentful so either it's it's clear to your partner that you're off and that uh, makes him kind of off and weird and cold. So you kind of create this tension. No one is really speaking out because you're afraid or you're afraid of uh, what it might lead to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so th- these are three kind of basic ways that we often communicate without, without knowing really. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting because when you describe the first one, that sounds so mm-hmm. reasonable. And yeah, but but again, <laughs> but again, most of us are doing one of the other two, which is exactly. You know, and you, you know, and I love you talking about you know the the um, the the demanding, and I think that this is mm-hmm. especially when we're talking mm-hmm. about what we want and need in the relationship. That's a scary conversation to have anyway. Yeah. And, exactly. And so trying to do it in a way that is productive, um, you know, is is challenging. And, and I love what you, you were describing yourself, but also this is for a lot of people who <laughs> mm-hmm. when they're talking about something that's so important to them, it's tapping into that deeper emotional stuff, which means there might be tears, there might mm-hmm. be you know, there might be these things which makes which makes the having the conversation <laughs> both the person saying it and the person hearing it much much more difficult. Um, and so, you know, it's like I always I always wonder who who designed human beings and thought we should be together <laughs> and get along. It's, I call it the cosmic joke. I mean, how do we even know how to do this? Exactly. And, you know, and 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 there, and then there are so many people that are so afraid. Of, yeah. of bringing up what they want, that they they go into that silent, you know, the kind of what I call the mind reading school of relationships, <laughs> where if my partner really loved me, he or she would just know what I need, and exactly. I don't have to explain it to them. And, exactly. And be uncomfortable, you know, somehow they're just this all knowing creature. And, and oh just, my gosh, does that create problems? Exactly. And I just want to add one thing about that. It's also that 
some people, especially women usually, are more intuitive and uh, empathetic by nature. Mm. And we kind of expect that our partners should be the same. Mm. And it's usually not true. So like I'm very intuitive and I kind of pick up a lot of things, which my partner, uh, he doesn't have the ability to the same extent, like to some extent, yes, but to less extent and like, mm-hmm. I need to adapt my communication <laughs> with that understanding as well. So, oh, what what a con- yeah. what a concept adapting to each other. Now there's an interesting exactly. idea. You, who knew, yeah. right? So you, you yeah. also say, and this and this was a really interesting point in the article about mm-hmm. that it is easy to misunderstand and mm. hard to understand. And I think something you were just talking about kind of taps into this exactly. But, but what is this? I mean, uh, I mean, this is why I preface the opening with we are two different people <laughs> who experience the world differently. That is not a bad thing. It's just an <laughs> is thing. But it seems exactly. to freak everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, and, and this is what it is like, like we are different and we we look at the world through different lenses Um we we are raised differently. We come from different environments. Imagine me and my partner. We come from two different countries, like from different parts of the world. We speak different, or now we speak Spanish, but uh, uh, different language. Spanish mm-hmm. is my third language, and that's the language we communicate in. So we have a lot of like obstacles, uh, and it's it's so easy to misunderstand because. Uh, we look through our own lens and we fail to see from the other person's lens and his childhood, his trauma, what made him to be the person he is today. Um, And what we kind of do is that we start assuming things because Mm. we are interpreting. Yes. Um, And, and that's where it's also like, we think, like you said, like before that, uh, Oh, but he's my soulmate. He should understand me. He should read my thoughts. He should know what I want. But that's that's never it. Like I thought that as well. Like you <laughs> you grew up in this kind of Disney fairy tale. You're mm. fed with these stories, um, and when you're kind of you get out there in the world and you have your own experience experiences and and no, well, <laughs> it doesn't happen. And it's interesting because you're talking about that, that you guys came from different countries and actually spoke different languages. And and I'm saying, I mean, even people who speak the same language, (laughs) even using the same words, Mm -hmm. because the words don't necessarily mean the same thing. I mean, one of the things things when I work with my clients, you all say, "Well, well, what do you want? And they'll say, well, I want my partner to be nicer. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So I, so, I mean, I actually say, so if I'm standing in your kitchen with a clipboard, <laughs> what are the behaviors that I am seeing that um, your partner is being nice to you or the one I love romantic? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you, these words, it's like, what do they mean? And they don't exactly mean the same thing. Exactly. And you have to take that time and like, talk and and for me I think what helps me like my Spanish is not that it's 
pretty good, but it's not that good. And it's like, but I'm pretty philosophical <laughs> and I'm very interested about concepts and these ideas. So I kind of, I use that as a way of like addressing when we're not understanding each other. And I explained to him like, it's not, maybe I'm using this word wrong. <laughs> and like, especially when we met three years ago, three and a half years ago, uh, my Spanish was much worse. <laughs> And uh, you, you have to, you come back to that all the time. Like you have to see, okay, what do you mean when you say this word and what mm -hmm. do you mean? And even if, if you're two native speakers, like my Swedish boyfriends, it, it was, it's hard. It's really, mm -hmm. really hard. And, and, and it's, it's uh, so often this that we misinterpret and we don't go deeper. We just stay with this inter uh, interpretation and we think that this is what they say. And, and without, asking them without uh, what we can do is like paraphrase their words mm. and we can ask them is this what you mean like when uh -huh. you say that and uh, and we can also have a more our intention I think is super super important like so if I'm kind of and you feel it like it's hard to explain it's hard to articulate but you kind of feel when you when you're resistant when you're angry and you're kind of in it to just like <laughs> just win uh, and you feel when okay I'm, I'm calming down like I'm really I'm curious about your perspective I want to know what you think about this oh I love and, I love that word that is one of my all-time favorite words <laughs> curious yes me too <laughs> like yeah. It's such a helpful word. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so helpful, like in relationship, it's, it's, it's about being curious about like, if I'm curious about you, um, it's broadening my mind. Like I get to step into your shoes. Like, how do you look at this? And what, what is your experience? Why do you see it so differently? Mm -hmm. Um and I, I guess what helps me uh, since I've been traveling a bit and I, I traveled for two years um, solo, uh, I, I kind of had to tap into this curiosity, like super, super deep because traveling is great, but it's also, it's hard. It's really hard. Uh, and you're constantly uh, facing like uh, cultural shocks and misunderstandings like constantly co and you're making a fool of yourself constantly yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so you kind of you use that curiosity and just like okay I'm just gonna and, and especially in relationships like it's uh -huh. not just uh, you're curious and you want to see new sites and blah 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 but if, if you're staying at places for a longer time and you want to understand the culture and you want to uh, be friends with the people you you have to be very open and just like I'm going to explore and I'm trying to use that kind of perspective also in my relationship which I didn't have before this is uh -huh. uh, what I've learned in the latest five years or something like that to, to just okay uh, yeah. I mean, this is, this is such, you know, I mean, because, and this is what I think is one of the biggest stumbling blocks of why I call it the biggest challenge to a healthy relationship is, you know, there, we, you know, if, if we are similar to our partners in many ways, meaning, you know, maybe we come from the same culture, maybe mm -hmm. we come from the same socioeconomic background or educational background or religious background mm -hmm. or whatever the similarities might be. Mm -hmm. We th then there's the and I love because you use the word as, as, mm -hmm. assume and you know in, mm. in English there's a very 
you know, there's a very uh, meaningful expression about what happens when we assume. Um, but, you know, we assume that our partner, because they're similar to us and maybe like the same things that we do and whatever, that that there really are no differences. And so when those differences mm. show mm. up, we don't know what to do with them. It's like, well, why are you mm. doing this? Why do you, Why are you not seeing this situation the same way that I see this situation. Why are you not upset about blah, 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 right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know. uh, I, and, and we're always different. Like even if we're from the, t- we're always different. And, and even just the fact of being, usually we're a man and woman in a relationship, like we have biological differences mm-hmm. as well. And it's like, we're always going to be different. And that's interesting. Like be curious about it, like, mm-hmm. because it's a way of expanding your mind. Like when you put yourself in another person, choose and you like, okay, I'm going to have the intention to step back and try to see from this person's perspective. And, uh, uh, okay. So here I'm just going to, uh, use the word pride, like in the sense that, uh, get away from from the need to be right and just Mm. like this is what it is for me and this is how it is and you should understand me uh and uh, be humble (laughs) in that sense and just like okay i want i want to to understand and uh, a a relationship uh in this article i think i wrote uh it's it's not an end like it's not like uh, uh, happily after Mm-hmm. After see it, it's um, it's it's also a beginning. So you you begin this new journey uh, together, um, and and that's when all these doors opens up. Like it it depends on your perspective. Like mm-hmm. if you want to see it that way, um, you do it, and it's hard as well. It's hard. It's painful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but- because. But what you're describing, this this ability to be curious and interested, you can't do that if you're not calm and present. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that is one Mm -hmm. of the challenges that we run into. Mm -hmm. But why why when you describe that first method of communication, (laughs) everybody goes, oh, well, that sounds good. But how do you do that? Right. (laughs) Because my partner's making me crazy at the moment. Exactly. So, so we need to, uh, to work on that ability to, to come, like I work on that a lot. Like it's really, really hard and I'm failing all the time, (laughs) but I'm improving. Like, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's hard. It's like, you, you can't expect this, this change doesn't happen over a night. So, um, it, it, it takes it takes thinking about it and practice and you know and exactly again, people just think you just open your communication is just opening up your mouth and talking and it's like <laughs> well yeah but I'm not quite sure that's going to get you where you want to go no exactly and it's also being um, lenient like lenient and have forbearance for your partner like let them it, it's a balance it's always like the middle way like you want to be kind and kind of let them improve and let them work on themselves but you don't want to excuse them you don't want to uh, oh this is for this or that reason or uh, you, you want to put pressure and you want to kind of want them to to improve in their communication and but you also let them fail and uh-huh. you let them 
yeah without so it's it's this balance but i think uh, in in modernity we're very impatient like <laughs> yeah that is that is an understatement well i need to remind <laughs> listeners that this is happily ever after is just the beginning on webtalkradio.net i'm leslie dories and i'm talking communication with writer thinker and interdependent searcher julia vinsa Communication is at the heart of relationships, and it's not a panacea to every challenge, but it is an essential skill that you need to address those challenges in a productive way. Now, if you struggle with expressing your needs, understanding your partner, resolving differences, and so on, you're not alone, but you can actually do something about getting better at it. And if you're interested, I invite you to take a moment and con- send me an email or give me a phone call to schedule your free five-star relationship discovery session where we can talk about how you can be better at communication. You can reach me by phone at area code 919-924-0463. Again, that's 919-924-0463. Or you can send me an email at leslie, L-E-S-L-I, at foundationscoachingnc.com. That's F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N-S, coaching, N as in Nancy, C as in charlie.com. And I want to get back to this conversation about how you can be better at communication. So Julia, you say that effective communication takes personal vulnerability. There's that V word. Um, (laughs) Why is this necessary? And what gets in the way of it for most people? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, vulnerability is just crucial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's undressing our soul, uh, uh, and it's it's opening a door, a port to to connect with the other person. It's the only way. Uh, so, um, it's it's a way to show who we really are. Uh, and it's uh, it's hard because it's a big risk because mm-hmm. if we show who we are, like our perf- imperfections, the good part and the bad, and we show who we want to be perhaps as well, uh, uh, we risk rejection and it's mm-hmm. terrible. It's really painful. And I know that pain. Uh, <laughs> I think we all do actually. Yeah, exactly. We all do. And, and we're all struggling with this. Like we're all... Uh, in this, it's it's not a one-time event. Like, uh, and and that's w- what was shocking to me. Like, I thought, okay, you kind of you show who you are, and that's it. No, like you continue to be vulnerable. You continue to expose yourself, and it it doesn't get it, it gets better, but it doesn't get easy, and it's it's hard. Like, uh, you put yourself out there. You say this this is hurting me, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might be ridiculed. You might be rejected. So, but but it's also the way of showing that you really want this and you really you love the other person. Um, yeah. So so. Well, and it's you. Know, and, and one of the things I want to say to anybody listening is, and this may come as a shock to you. I don't know. Your partner is <laughs> not going to love everything about you. I mean, mm-hmm. so, I mean, you know, so, so, I mean, and I think, you know, I think if we can accept that, of course, that's, that's a, that's a hard thing to do that just because my partner doesn't like this, this thing that I do, 
it doesn't mean they don't love me. It just means they would rather I would do something else instead, which of course we can talk about if that's, you know, if, if it, if it comes up, because that exactly. would, that would be our partner expressing their need. You know, it's like, exactly. They stop, they stop leaving and your shoes all over, you know, all <laughs> over the floor. Exactly. And all these little things we can work out if we just put, put in the time and like we, we can, but, but if we don't talk about it, then all these other little fussy things just accumulate and we kind of start counting wrongs and, and so on. And it's, um, that's very sad. Um, but, but in, in the core, if we know, okay, uh, like with my partner, if I, I know his core, I know he has a lot of imperfection. I'm very frustrated with him like so many times, but, but uh, when I look into his eyes, like I know who he is and that's a person I love. And I also love the person he's, he's becoming and, and that he's open to, to also working on himself. And I think uh, it's also that like, we're not this rigid permanent thing. You have to accept, accept me exactly for who I am. Uh, I'm not a fan of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> particularly like, like I don't have, like I accept you for the core. Like I've said this to my partner as well in, uh, in our uh, conversations. Like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And he sometimes have used that against me, but it's like, I accept you for, for all you are. It's not that, but I also expect that you, you will work on certain things like, like uh, you're not a rigid stone, like, mm-hmm. Like you're, you're always in, in the process of change. So. Well, yeah, I, I talk, I talk, I talk about the difference between somebody's, you know, personality characteristics, you know, the, who, who mm. they are at their core as the person mm. versus their behavior. Yes, exactly. Right. That's Be- it. <laughs> you know, because, you know, I mean, I, I'm somebody who has a hot, fast temper and mm-hmm. it means I'm passionate about things. I, but I, I need to not just let mm. that loose on the planet because it. People, for some reason, people don't like that. I'm not quite sure why. You know, but you, know, so that's that's you know, it, it's my husband doesn't want me to be less passionate. He wants me to be less verbally attacking. You know? mm, so like, exactly. Okay. Um, like, I mean, and that's perfectly legitimate. And so I, I do want to get to this one thing that you talked about because this is. This is where I think some, this is where fear comes in, this vulnerability, this whole section, because you say one of your recommendations is to say what you need, don't demand it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, because, you know, because I, I think for a lot of people, just getting those words out, just ask, asking. Mm -hmm. It's, it's mm. almost, it's almost easier to demand it, but. Oh yeah. It, you know, but it, that's not, I mean, but again, talk about putting your partner's hackles up. That'll do that. Um, <laughs> exactly. So what do what, what do you mean by this? And, and, and why do you think that, that this works? Uh, this is very interesting. Like this, uh, of course, this come come back to vulnerability again. Mm-hmm. And if you don't demand it, you're vulnerable. You just sincere. You express your feelings, and you take the risk of your pers- uh, of your uh, partner saying no, like not you don't want to or, or whatever. Uh, so it, it's much harder. Like you kind of leaving it open. 
Mm-hmm. And this is freedom. <laughs> like this is leaving the freedom uh, to your partner to to choose. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 if he he wants to do what what you kind of express that you need, like he, he's not forced. He's mm-hmm. choosing, and that makes your relationship grow because, uh, and that makes you your bond stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's actually. Be- there's actually a secondary benefit because if if you don't get it or don't get it right away, then guess who else has to grow? You've got to grow because it's like, yeah. oh, I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not getting something that's important mm-hmm. to me. What what do I do now? Exactly. Like it's not easy. Like you you might not get what you want. Like I. <laughs> so many times don't get what I want. And like, I notice like sometimes when I'm demanding or uh, when it's not really possible and I'm just stubborn and stuck and I can't let it go. <laughs> and then, then it's up to me again, like, okay, here I am. And, and um, what can I do about it? Or what am I lacking? Like, what am I needing from him? Like, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, like he can't fill my empty holes. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I, I need to fill myself and I need to look at my insecurity and I need to look at like, wh- what am I wanting? Like what, what is valid and what's, what's based on insecurity? Like how much can I demand and like, mm-hmm. how much can I expect? And, uh, you need to communicate, you need to talk about this and, and like, you need to have uh, hopefully the sense of trust to, to be open to say like this, this is like, like naming it for what it really is Mm -hmm. and having the courage to say like, now you're demanding and you're making me feel pressured and forced. And uh, then you either kind of step back or, you 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 oblige and you do what the other person wants, but you you become resentful. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, if you want love, you have to take that risk. Um, well, and and one of the things, and this is going going back to your to your description of it being a non fairy tale relationship, <laughs> uh, because because the fairy tale is you know the soulmate. You know, there's never mm-hmm. going to be any disagreement. Um, you know, my, my, this, this one person is going to one, make me happy, which is a lie. The only person who can make yeah. me happy is you, but, exactly. but, they, but this one singular person is going to fulfill all of your needs. It's like, oh my gosh, there's nobody mm. can do that. And exactly. So, and so sometimes, you know, if your partner says, no, I can't meet that need that gives you the opportunity to say, okay, if it really is a need, then, then, then how else can I get it met? And there are and there are other ways, you know, there are other relationships that we have um, that might, you, you, we might be able to get that need met in a different relationship. And, 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 and I love that you talk about that when, when you're demanding or you're telling this person, you know, you have to meet this need, it actually mm. is this, you know, it puts a lot of pressure on them. And, and exactly. I love that description because I don't, I don't think you know, when we're the ones who are, who are wanting something from somebody else that we don't necessarily see it as putting them under pressure. Exactly. And, 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 and what's more is often we, 
first first of all we are often unconscious of how, how we're mm-hmm. acting and, and we don't really think about it and second of all it's often like indirect like it's one thing to be demanding and you're kind of notice like you're mm-hmm. <laughs> like really demanding it like straight out but sometimes we kind of manipulate and we kind mm. of guilt trip and we do it indirectly which makes it like super hard to address for the partner because sometimes you uh, you don't even know what it is but you feel guilty and you feel wrong and you kind of you just do it because you don't want more conflict or you don't want trouble uh so yeah that's another way yeah which which is as my listeners know that's what i call making a concession agreeing to something you don't really agree to because Mm. you've been guilted into it or you Mm. want or you want to you know end the conflict or whatever but you've but but julia you have said this a couple of times that what that leads to is resentment and that's going to be really really dangerous I mean, resentment scares me so much. Like I've seen it so many times and it just grow and grow. And I felt it, of course, mm-hmm. like we all have. But uh, you, you see people, you know, people who, who, who accumulate this resentment. And then mm-hmm. it, it makes you physically sick. Like mm-hmm. uh, I really think it does. Like it, it, it accumulates within your body. Right. Uh, and 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 you you become like when I felt that like in my previous relationships and I didn't know how to communicate or I tried to communicate but it wasn't met mm-hmm. and and then you become resentful because you feel like they don't care or they don't want to okay and 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 you stop communicating you stop communicating at some point and when you stop communicating you become resentful or that's right. my experience yeah and the, and then the love withers like it fades away slowly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's why I, you know, that's why I keep doing shows on communication. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You know, because, you know, and, and again, it's, and so Julia, I want to thank you so much for, for sharing your wonderful thoughts and your wonderful experience. <laughs> and can you also share where people can learn, you know, read more of your articles, learn more about your philosophy, learn more about how to communicate more effectively? Yes. Okay. For now, I'm, I'm writing as a blogger at Medium, and that's medium.com slash at julia.vinsa, which is W-I-N-S-A. Yes, that's where you can find my writing for now. Um, I'm also at Twitter and LinkedIn and, and so on. And it's also Julia uh, Vinsa. So I want to share that being an effective communicator is a learned skill. And if you want to get more of what you need, it is certainly one worth mastering. So my question, what would inspire you to get better at it? And hopefully you've picked up a few tips off of today's show. And hopefully you'll also keep listening to the show. So until next week, stay loving.